Can you even believe what happened last time on the incorrigible party? Oh my goodness. Finally feeling the urgency of acquiring the cage to capture Sardo, Falzern and Shaft set out for magic, 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 with Alamar complaining about Falzern pulling on the cane during the journey. Mia and Shakara encounter Igna shortly after he returns to the Tickly Servant as instructed, but he's placated by Shakara's insistence that dealing with acquiring the Amulet of Kalar is more important than dealing with the False Elders. After reuniting and the party sharing instances of strange sightings of Erika and Isabella, Shakara and Mia interrogate Igna about his partnership with Sardo. Igna brazenly comes clean and informs Shakara of his new task to end her life on the order of Isabella an act that proves to be reckless and costs the elf his life. And now, on with our show. The door to the Tickly Servant opens, and at its threshold is Isabella. She looks around, peering over the crowd. You know, again, because like most of the patrons here are, are on their feet after you know Igna's gone down. And she just raises a finger and... Cast fireball. I feel like. Right. Are you going to counter spell? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like. Wait a second. Move that. This is another in opportunity that where it might be worth using counter spell. Well, ba you, mm. you do have your. Uh, <laughs> you do have your reaction back because you did have your turn. That's going to be a lot of damage. It's up to you, babe. The circle doesn't look like it's hitting us, so. That, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> I know I'm metagaming. Yeah, I, I think Falzern, um, Falzern can appreciate the the severity of of the of fireball being cast inside with all of these innocent people here. So he's gonna try and and prevent that from going off. And cast counterspell with his reaction. What level? I think I'm going to upcast it just because in case she upcast it, and I want to, you know, this is a, a spell I really don't want to happen in here. So I'll cast it um, at fourth level. You see, uh, Isabel kind of smirks as you go to cast your counterspell, and she will respond with a counterspell of her own using her reaction. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, oh. So the fireball goes off. Everybody in the oh, area, no. which only includes Falzerin, Shaft, two tables of townspeople, and two tables of paladins of cultists, can all make me a dexterity saving throw, please. That coy. How big's your aura, Shakar? Isabella. Ten. Ten. Not big enough to get. Baldrin's too far. Yeah. Twenty-five for Shaft. I think my dex is zero, right? Yeah. Uh, Thirteen for Baldrin, which I don't believe is enough. You know what? Bill's taking risks with Baldrin. I I appreciate that. You know. Well, I guess it's against her spellcasting ability, right? So it might be enough. You never know. She did cast this at a level five. Oh, how nice. That's bad, right? Yeah, that's bad. Huh. Yep. Huh. But so, do you have uh, resistance to fire things? By paladins? Yeah, I'd like to sculpt safety for myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can I can I do that? Please? I mean, now that a fireball has gone off in the bar, I can rain thunder and lightning. I 
you know, mess has been made. She's getting this party started, is what she's yeah. doing. Uh, so it is a DC 15. Emily looks worried. I'm trying to figure out if this actually is Isabella. And if it was, like, Salardos disguised self, but why would he do that? That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think he could cast a level 5 She's never either. cast Fireball in front of and us. And I don't think Kula is strong enough to do that, so maybe it actually is Isabella. The Unfortunately for the townsfolk, it does not matter whether or not they pass or failed. <laughs> oh. uh, each of the five paladins also unfortunately failed. as uh, They are all dressed in heavy armor. And everyone that fails takes a total of 48 fire damage. Uh, I rolled very well. Half on a pass. Still smiling, Isabella walks away from the threshold of the tickly disappearing from sight. Are you kidding me? So for me, she's 65 feet from where I'm sitting. Around you as this fireball erupts, the patrons just perish immediately in the flames. Four of the tables ignite and burst on fire themselves. Even as the fire, the fire effects of the spell itself subsides, the, the tables themselves light on fire, the chairs on fire, the bar that Shaft sits atop goes up in flames. The bottles of liquor from the heat explode and splash alcohol over, just feeding, feeding it. The roof, as this is a 20-foot radius sphere, the roof of the Tickly catches fire. The huge beams, wooden beams that hold up the second story light. Are we still on initiative? We are. Is it my turn? It is. I am going to cast Pass Without a Trace and dash to the door. Um, let's see. I can go 50 so I can get all, I can get about 10 feet away from the door. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to chase. Give chase. After Shaft uh, is falls or and Shaft, you, uh, sorry, from your vantage point, that's uh, outside of the door uh, to the Tickly into the street. Like, you can see, you know, into the street, the buildings across from it. Uh, and uh, you see a couple paladins, you know, like on patrol in the streets. Uh, a few other people outside as well. So is the door remained open or? Yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, anybody has quite reacted to exactly what's going on inside. Okay. <sighs> So Falzerin is is sort of paralyzed momentarily here, deciding, does he pursue Isabella, or does he stay to try and mitigate all the damage that's that's about to happen inside? Uh, you're inside a burning building. You might want to get out. But also upstairs is all of Falzerin's stuff. Stuff. So. Leland would do that to you. <laughs> you Go got run a up broom. And get your stuff and then jump on Denny and fly out the window. I'm yeah. sure Leland wasn't. No, thinking I completely forgot when he about fireball. That. <laughs> That's actually That's so just a cool bonus. I love it. <laughs> yeah, That's just a bonus. I think Falzrin would think that a we may still be able to catch up with Isabella, or b there's always tomorrow but there are a lot of valuable items upstairs that he doesn't want to see perish in, in this fire. So he's going to... Do I use Dimension Door for this? 
It's a costly use of dimension door, but it would get me there real fast. I think he'll just dash. He'll he'll dash up up. Uh, it's only is it just one story that I'm going up? That's right. No, just to the second story is where all the rooms um, for the tickly are. Okay. I think this structure is not going to go down like within within a matter of like two seconds after this fire's gone off. I don't think so. He he thinks he's got time. He's going to dash upstairs to the room where he stashed everything um, and try and gather his things quickly and then get back down and out. So I can basically get to the bottom of the, sto- the stairs. Is it faster if you go on Denny? Yeah, because you could you could fly you could dash with Denny and fly in the building. Feet, yeah. Can it, is it, there's enough room to fly in here? Yeah, but like the, like the ceiling is it. less than 20 feet, right? <laughs> so you got about a 15 foot ceiling here. So yeah, potentially. Okay, I, I will I will uh, attempt to get on Denny and see if Denny can, can zip me up to the room as quickly as I can get up there. So by my count, it looks like I'm about uh, like 65 feet from the base of the stairs. Denny has a 50 foot fly speed. So dash would give me a hundred, I guess. Yeah, okay, I would say on Denny, you would be able to make it to the second, like, just to the second floor, then. You would be able to get up the stairs uh, and and pretty close to your room. All right, so that's my turn. Uh, next are basically everyone else in the Tickly, all the surviving people. They're, I mean, the, the, the few townsfolk left are, are clearly panicking uh, at, at, you know, the fire, which is quickly quickly spreading across the ceiling and, and, and uh, over the rest of the bar as well. They're going to make for the the exit, dashing themselves out into the street. The paladins themselves, uh, very oh, clearly the paladins are, are a little less panicked, although it doesn't seem like any of them currently have the capability to really fight um, the fire at the size of, of it is, even, even after a few short seconds. But you hear, like, Sally uh, barking orders, basically telling everyone, uh, everyone to get out. She's got, like, a hand on Frank's shoulder and is kind of, like, pushing him and ushering him. Uh, down along the like the bottom edge of the I guess on the map you know if, it, if it's north up south down on the the south edge of the uh, of the bar where um, the fire has not yet spread though this basically along the the length of the bar is like a, a what how many is there six tables just kind of lined up against this wall and with with benches uh, which is where the majority of the surviving paladins are so they all kind of get up and and start to make again for for the door as well kind of clamoring in, in and around and in front of Shaft, but luckily Shaft shouldn't have a problem moving through them, right, with your being the size you are. So just imagine I moved all those tokens. Uh, okay, top is <laughs> Shakara. So I'm in the back corner, and in between me and the doorway is all the fire. Is that a window next to me? Uh, so actually those, you have two doors on the, uh, on like the northern wall. There's uh, two doors that lead to the, to the restrooms. And... I assume I would have used these restrooms previously. Are there windows inside them? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And also, there's kind of this uh, short little corridor that leads to a like a rear exit, which would have been the same door that Shaft had seen Frank standing behind after hours kind of thing. Okay, I want to run out the rear exit. I'm going to yell for Hulsa Drag Mullen with me, and I'll run out the door towards the rear exit. Okay, excellent. And you know what? I'll, I'll have them just uh, move with you on your initiative because I actually didn't roll them in. Too many people. There's too many freaking people in this bar. <laughs> yeah, it's a packed house. So Shakara and uh, her three entourage here can disappear uh, away from the flames. And then next is Mia. 
Mia was born for this, okay? When she leveled up, there are certain spells that are always prepared, and she would like to cast Sleet Storm. And also, I have scrolls of Sleet Storm. I would like to just use a scroll of Sleet Storm. I'm like, aha, like a little Girl Scout that's always prepared and like pulls her scroll out, okay? So um, I can cast Freezing Rain and Sleet in a 20 foot tall cylinder with 40 foot radius, centered on the point I choose. So I'm gonna center, center it on the center of the blast and uh, any exposed flames in the area are doused. Excellent. Now it is uh, covered with slick ice, difficult terrain, that kind of thing. You like enter the area for the first time or start your turn there. You have to make a deck save, but everyone's kind of dead there. So, <laughs> sorry. What was the uh, the radius of effect? It is forty foot radius, and I'll just center it right on the circle of fireball. Absolutely. So it is bigger. The paladins will have to make checks to get out of it, but the fire is doused, so you know. Yeah, so that that <laughs> radius wind. is twice the size uh, radius of a fireball. Yeah. Uh, even, even if with the, the amount that the, the alcohol had spurred and, and spread the flames, more than enough. You pretty much fill two-thirds of this bar with ice and slick the floor everywhere. Again, like, they're not taking damage. They're just not going to fall on their, thing, their armored asses. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's better than nothing. But you douse <laughs> the flames in one one swift and calm and measured action. Bravo. That's that's what Sleet Storm's for, baby. <laughs> I did not realize you had a spell that could do that. I mean, you guys got scrolls of it during the, the Siege of Heracleon, but I believe you gave them all to me because I already know the spell, so yeah. Well done. Okay. Uh, Isabella outside will uh, keep moving. Shaft. I, uh, Head on out the door with I'll go my 25 feet, and then look and see can I see Isabella from my vantage point? Stepping about 10, 15 feet out of the door into the cobblestone road, you do not see Isabella anywhere. Did I see which direction she went out the door when she turned? Uh, yeah, you think you saw that she headed south. Okay, then I'm going to pursue her in that direction. So let me head uh, 25 foot south. I'll sort of use my halfing nimbleness and sort of scurry through their legs and and slide up underneath of them and uh, you know so as as the uh, people are running out the door they see this little shadow run by there and it's sort of like a cat ran by them quickly and they sort of jump out of the way. <laughs> okay, excellent. Falter. I'll continue with my plan, I'm heading towards the room where I had stashed all of my items, and, the, and I'll open the door. Has anything been molested or disturbed, or is it all where I left it? It looks like uh, how you left it, absolutely. Okay, awesome. So I will grab those things, and I guess I'll put them in the bag of holding back where they came from for now. And then I will uh, use the remainder of my movement to to dash back down um, as far as I can get back down to the main floor. On aboard Denny. Absolutely, with with, with Denny's uh, uh, extra movement, you and you know your room's kind of being one of the the first few uh, right off the stairs. Actually, you can get to uh, at least the landing, if not all the way down. And you now see from from this position, like there's just ice everywhere now. The flames completely gone. Uh, and now instead of instead of the, that kind of uh, suffocating heat and the you know still billows of smoke though uh, up above the ceiling of, of the bar, but now almost like 
there's there's this like underlying chill that has settled into to the atmosphere now of of the tickly. My my goodness, what what has happened in here? It's incredible. The paladins uh, that were kind of at the rear of the bar, which would include Sally and Frank, uh, now many of them were kind of mid stride as this ice gets basically placed right under their feet. Like more than half of them are slipping, but like you say, like they're just they're just losing their footing um, rather than anything. And of course, with the with the flames having died down, the uh, the the rush to to exit uh, is no no longer needed. But other paladins uh, from the street, you do kind of hear them um, pushing their way into kind of through through uh, a bit of a crowd of, of other ongoers on the street, finally like investigating, seeing what is going on. Uh, kind of looky lose, right? So more paladins are kind of uh, pushing through to the front of the the tickly. I think we can probably drop out of initiative. Uh, I know Shaft is still giving chase though, so why don't we go uh, to to Shaft? Unless, well, okay, let's 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 do one more round in the initiative. Shakara, you're you're at you're now at the rear uh, of of the tavern with uh, Hulsa, Drag, and Mullen. Yeah, I just want to run around to the front of the tavern. Okay. Okay, that's going to take you probably... It would take you a couple rounds. Yeah, I can only get a little more than halfway there. And and so I assume you're urging Hulsa and Dragon Mullen are still... Like, they're following you. Yes. As far as we know inside here, like... They could have Isabella outside fighting her right now. So I'm going to I'm gonna dismiss concentration on Sleet Storm. So I don't know if the ice melts for flavor or... <laughs> um... So I'll dismiss Sleet Storm. It doesn't say anything about flooding and melting the ice, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> drowning the the patrons. First there's smoke damage, now there's water damage. I will hey, move myself <laughs> and my hammer as far as I can, uh, but I think my spiritual weapon is like 30 feet of movement type thing, so, I mean, it's going to be behind me this whole time, reminding me of the tower job, <laughs> chasing the mob. <laughs> so you're going to dash then? But I will dash, yeah, and get rid of the difficult terrain for all of them to, like, be able to clean up and leave and, I don't know, whatever. And, you know, as you're kind of running, you actually see Jelly kind of poking her head out from the back room that Shaft had ushered her uh, away to kind of as these things were going down. And she's just kind of, like, look at, bewildered look, looking around, seeing all the all the broken uh, alcohol bottles right now from from the fire and now the ice and the and the puddles all over the place. You hear her basically mumble, like to herself, "I gotta get the hell out of the city." Shaft. So I'm gonna cut, uh, take the shortest route um, down the road to try to catch up to Isabella. Uh, moving, I'm gonna st- first go 25 feet. And then see if I can, from that vantage point, do I see her? Uh, why don't you give me a perception? Or Alamar. Eight. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, so down, you know, you've you're, you've t- come to like a, a left turn right in the, in the road and, and to a straight stretch of road. And again, you see there's more paladins further down, like, you know, 50, 60 feet down, um, more more commoners, but there's no sign of Isabella or Alamar. Okay, so I'll... I'll do my dash then since I just looked and go the full 50 feet and see if I can see at that point okay uh, the extra 25 feet not going to change much scanning the faces of the people in the street you don't recognize any of them none of them belong to Isabella none of them belong to Alamar okay as I'm running down I pull my bow out 
I sort of run over into the middle of the street. I sort of pull the arrow out, look around, realize that I might be causing some kind of uh, concern to all the poor passers-by. I sort of let loose, uh, pull the arrow back in and look around and then turn around, start walking back to the to the tavern. Frustrated. Falzern. Uh, Falzern would um, uh, follow Shaft, the last where he saw Shaft go after Isabella, uh, still on Denny so that he can maintain speed. Um, and then when, so he would go out the front door. It looks like out the front door there's there's a row of other buildings or houses directly across and you can either go left or right. If I look to my left, um, the road, does it just carry on straight or does it uh, turn as well? Yeah, it, ca- it carries on straight. Yeah. And actually, I mean, you recognize this, like a, this is kind of a, a main road. This is actually the road that you had basically walked here once you had arrived in Drukal, right? This road eventually kind of, yes, it continues straight for quite some time, but then it kind of snakes again to the right, which would lead to uh, that eastern gate that you had entered into the city. Um, would Falzrin from his vantage point have been also been able to see which direction Isabella went? Yeah, okay. yeah get, get a, a good understanding of, of the heading that she took as she fled. So Falzrin would continue south, uh, same direction Shaft went, and he's, he's got about enough movement to make it um, to the bend before it goes left. Um, and then that, that's all he can do on his turn. And yeah, as you kind of round that corner, I assume you're, you're I mean, you haven't taken much elevation, right? You're kind of right at street level to get the most out of your movement, right? Yeah, yeah, like just, you know, five, ten feet off ground sort of thing. Okay, well, as you're zipping through the tickly, like I said, it is crowded again. There are paladins everywhere. You, you kind of have to push and shove people. You have people that, you know, reacting, jumping out of your way just to be able to avoid you. And, yeah, you get down to, to the, the left in the left turn in the street, and uh, you kind of see Shaft about 25, 30 feet ahead of you, bow in hand uh and he's already on his way like facing you and looks like he's clearly looks like he's on his way back to the tickly where where's isabella shaft did you did you see her point i point that way go get go high see if you can find her okay and we can fall out of initiative so we can do uh whatever you want so falls do you want to take off into the air and and search for her sure yeah maybe i'll i'll go sort of up on a you know 45 degree or or so um, gain some elevation and see if I can see farther down the street and see if I can see anyone that looks like her. You could try to pick me up. Uh, yeah, I would if, if Shaft's willing. <laughs> Shaft, there's... There's going to be a dex save, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> there's room Acrobatics. for two on here, Shaft, if, if you want. Wink, wink. I think if he flies by me, I'm going to try to do one of those deals where you like jump on the horse by... Sort of grabbing onto the saddle and, and flinging yourself what up. Could go wrong. Okay. All right, give me an acrobatics. Acrobatics. All right. If you fail, you Here die. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I got a plus eight. What could possible? I mean, death. Well, that's all right. Fourteen. What's, what did I need? <laughs> You're dead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you needed a 35. I'm sorry, Chef. <laughs> no, you, 14. Can is, I use stealth? <laughs> I'm gonna pass another trace onto this broom. <laughs> you 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 were able to grab like a hold of uh, of Falsey's robes and like swing yourself around uh, onto Denny, and uh, Denny kind of actually helps you out a little bit. You know, again, Denny lowers uh, you know even even more, and you were able to hop onto the broom as uh, Falsey gains elevation. 
Uh, okay, uh, so Shakara and Mia, you're both kind of heading to the front of the Tickly, right? So you two kind of meet up again with Halsa. And just remember, every time I say somewhere, Shakara is there. Halsa, Dragon, Mullen are also there, unless otherwise stipulated. <laughs> okay, all right. It's part of the contract. There's the a HDM. contract, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I was headed to the front because I didn't know if they were, like, in the street fighting, needing help. Now I'm, like, a little bit... Like, Tamiya's look at these people who got injured by the fireball. Like, she knows they're all gone. There's no hope type thing. Yeah, and as you two mean, basically, at the entrance of Tickly, you do see Shaft and Falzerin taking off into the air higher uh, to gain elevation on Denny. They must have seen where she went. All right, follow the broom? I guess. Greg, can you get us there faster? I don't understand any of what just happened. I. Why would Isabella do that? Why would she... Fireball in the middle of the room. If she truly was trying to kill me, why did she not aim for me? I don't know. This all seems like one big diversion. Should we wait here? I don't know. I feel like there's nothing I can do here. I am going to uh, cast Death Ward. Okay. A coven ability. Coven ability that uh, the first time I would drop to zero, I go to one hit point instead. And if something would uh, try to insta kill me with a spell, it would be negated and last for eight hours. Dang. This, I believe, is the fifth time you've used a coven ability. Yeah. Oh boy, that sounds ominous. What? Oh, the scales, the things, the hair. After I cast the spell. I fall to my knees. My scales rain down to the ground like bloodied snow around me, revealing smooth, purpley blue skin. Copper colored hair grows from my head as vines sprout from my temples, weaving together around the back of my head to form a thorny wreath, reminiscent of my brand and oath, but twisted and warped. Growling in pain, lines burn into my cheeks, scrawling curving sigils that resemble a dragon curled upon itself. The dragon ring I've been wearing since it was gifted to me by Dendar melts into my finger, sigil lines forming from it and spread across both my hands, marking me even more as a servant of Dendar. Just as my physical changes seem to be stopping, my armor flares with dark flames, surrounding me completely as all light near me dims to almost nothing. Then the flames go out. The light comes back. I stand up and I roar shooting sputtering flames from my mouth, which cut short. The viney wreath on my head hardens and now looks like horns, twisting together, dangerous to touch. I open my eyes. They are pale blue, almost glowing. Dreg and and Hulsa, I mean, as, you, as you're falling to their knees, like they take a step towards you, and then the, the flames kind of makes them, you know, step back just in awe and bewilderment. I mean, Halsa, it's like her mouth, you know, slack-jawed, like mouth agape. Once the, you know, you, you kind of get to your feet, both of them kind of rush over to you to make sure that you're okay. I, I am all right. I feel different. You look different, Shikara. What's going on? Wait, that's you, right? Shakara? Hello? Yes, it is. It is still me. Okay, yeah, you sound the same. You look totally different, dude. Look at your hair. 
Hair. Yeah, you have hair. You have Reach copper up, hair. Reach touch my hair. And I'll pull out a dagger and I'll try and cut it off. No, 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 no. It immediately it, grows it. back. Oh. What is this? And I'll try and cut off some more and it immediately grows back. Listen, listen. I don't think you're a dragon anymore. Look at your skin. Hi. My scales. Yeah. What? What has happened? Uh, you know, as you're kind of hacking at your at your hair, Halsa, you know, as Mia is saying, you know, wait, stop, stop. Halsa's trying to steady your hand as well, right? And she kind of puts puts a hand over yours that's grasping your dagger and just tr- kind of slowly lowers your dagger away from your hair as she picks up some of the, the, the viney curls in her own hand, right? And, and just, kind of, just kind of caresses the smoothness, the newfound smoothness of your cheek. Uh, and her, she kind of starts to, like, tear up. Uh, and, and she s- smiles at you. I will put my hand on her face, mimicking what she is doing. I... I'm unsure what just happened, but I am glad you are here. And I'll reach out to Drag. And you as well. And he will, he'll take your hand. I, you, you look beautiful. And I'll start to cry. Shaft and falls are in. Falzer, and you get to how high were you wanting to go? Uh, just above the rooftops. As as you're taking off and you're basically cresting the the peak of the nearest building. Falzer, and what is happening? Well, we've we've run into a bit of a hiccup, Alamar. It's Isabella. She just let loose a fireball inside the inn and killed a bunch of innocent bystanders. Near killed myself as well. Not that, you imbecile! What are you doing to my cane? I'm not doing anything to your cane, Alamar. It hurts, Falzerin. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Can, can I, um, take a look at, at the cane and see if it looks any different? Yeah, you want to pull it out uh, of your, of your bag. And as far as you can tell, there isn't any physical changes to the cane itself. Okay. Alamar, that the cane looks the, the same as it ever has. What, what's going on? What, what do you feel? Have you stopped in the air? Yeah, I think I would urge Denny to to come to a bit of a halt so I can balance while I'm doing this. I don't understand what's happening. It feels as if I'm being torn apart. Perhaps. Could this have something to do with the Revenant occupying your body? Do you see my body? So I'll I'll look down and take a closer look around, uh, now scanning for um, Salardo instead of Isabella. Do I see anyone that resembles him? You can give me a perception. Can I also do that since I hear this also? Yes, absolutely. 16 for Shaft. Uh, 14 for Falzerin. Uh, neither of you see uh, Alamar or Salardo, you know, Sardo in Alamar's body. But again, there, there's there's uh, a number of people from the crowds that were kind of on their way to the Tickly um, below you, right? Um, 
the probably the nearest cloud, uh, crowd now again drawing more attention to you rather than than kind of what's happening that tickly about 50 feet away like on on the ground you know uh kind of up and and past the bend in the road and up onto this the straightaway but uh other than that no you don't see alamar anywhere do we do we see isabella no you do not see isabella I, from what I can see up up where we are, Alamara, I don't see your body anywhere. But that's not to say, it, you know, he, he could be inside one of these buildings. I don't know. When we get close to your body, do you get sucked out into it? Yeah, you never did quite explain how this is supposed to work, Alamar. If the vessel is empty, I should have no problem getting back into my body. So, uh, what you mean is, if I successfully cast this spell, trap his soul? Yes, once you vacate his soul from my body, I shouldn't have no problem getting back into it. If it hurts like this, I've never been in a cane before, Falzerin. Well, I don't know what's happening. This is new territory for me. I've I've not read of any such thing in any of the books I've studied, Alamar. I can only assume he's he's doing something or he's he's getting near. I don't know. Well, then he must be close. Find my body. Well, well, perhaps we were sort of preoccupied with Isabella, but she seems to have escaped for the time being. Shaft, should we go back and meet up with the others? So I, I have pulled my bow out again while I'm riding on the back, and I'm sort of scanning around the area. I'm like, well, let's let's find her. Let's let's kill her if we can. You want to keep chase and see if we can spot yeah, her? Yeah, fly around a little bit. Maybe we'll spot her. Okay, okay. So I will urge Denny to uh, more or less just follow this road, unless unless it forks or or veers off into another road anywhere but yeah we'll, we'll stay up at, at the elevation that we're at and just carry on continue to stand the scan the crowd below us we'll use alomar's scream as a ping <laughs> echolocation do we, do either of you have locate creature um i do have primeval awareness that i could do to find uh, undead but that just lets me know it's within one mile uh, it's not a favored foe of mine. I have locate creature prepared, but it depends on if, like, who it is. <laughs> I have no no spell that would be of any use here. Okay. As you fly down uh, the street, away from the tickly, you know, keeping an eye out on it for for either <laughs> Izzy or Sardos. No sign of either one of them. Basically, your your plan is to like search until you find them, or I think we just fly around for a few minutes, right? Yeah. Until, I, I won't stray. I don't want to travel like 10, 10 kilometers away from the Tickly or anything, but. We measure in miles in D&D. &D. <laughs> that is. She could have went into a building or something like that. Yeah. We're not going to see that from up there. So, So, but scanning the people in the street, uh, you're, you know, as you're flying uh, about 100 or so feet, um, Alamar speaks up again you know there's kind of a, a sincere conversation almost like uh there was like he's like moaning like <gasps> wait Balzerin, do that again it feels better what are you doing 
we're just we're just flying. We're covering distance, looking for Isabella. You must be moving away from my body. Turn around. <laughs> He's like a metal detector. Divining rod. Wait, Are you sure, wait, Shaft? Give me, give me a second to recover here. Oh, shut up, shut up. Turn around and go and drop down. All men need a few minutes to recovery. <laughs> for my age, it's a short refractory time. <laughs> we're, we're looking for Isabella, though, Shaft. I mean, do you think they're in the same place? Yeah, Alomar, tell us how much it hurts. Down, down that way. The other, the other thing, Shaft, is if if we're gonna run into, <laughs> I, I grab him by the back. I put my bow and my arrow in one hand. I grab it. I grab him. I go. God help me! I'll throw you off this damn broom. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so I I urge Danny back towards the direction we are going, but Shaft, we don't want to run into them by ourselves. We we need all the help we can get. We just gotta find out where. She, he, whatever is, so we can get them back here with us. Okay, okay. We'll keep our distance. So I'll I'll go a bit lower and back to the direction that we had just come from, and um, listen for Alomar's groaning and moaning. Like back back <laughs> to the tickly. Well, wherever we were when Alomar was was complaining. Oh, okay, of- okay. You're gonna continue on on the heading that you were traveling. Okay, doing uh doing like kind of loose circles around the area. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Sort of Up like and down all the Alomar's streets. going, ah! Right, right. And then we go back to the... <laughs> hot, 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 cold, 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 cold. Hot, exactly. Hot, 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 hot. Exactly. It's like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> well, you fly about another 100 feet, and Alomar doesn't give any indication of being in any type of pain. You kind of double back, uh, still still nothing. You, you do a, a quick a few loops, and uh, it, it seems that in the area you've covered... Alomar hasn't uh, detected uh, any any additional pulling on his cane, as he described it. I think we lost her. Hmm. Okay. Well, what, what do you say? We, we turn back and meet the others, see what's happening. Yeah. I don't think we're going to do any good up here now. You're just drawing attention to us. All right, so I, I urge Denny to sort of turn around and head back. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm still gonna be looking down and keeping an eye as as we're going, just in case they happen to venture out into the street if they were hiding in a house or something or or one of the shops along the road. Okay, why don't you each give me uh, one last perception here before we get back to the tickly? Twelve for Valdron. Also a twelve for Shaft. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so still uh, as you as you come back to that uh, original straightaway. That uh, basically the tickly faces right on that straightaway road. No sign of Isabella or Alomar. Uh, but you do see Dreg, Hulsa, Mullen, Mia, and uh, a, per- a person, a being you've, you've never seen before. Shaft, do you see that? Who is that? I have no idea. She's beautiful. <laughs> 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 now you've got two you've got the two girls with the glowing eyes going on in this group. okay so we will sort of s- slow our speed a little bit and start to descend back towards the group now for a question she has her armor on and yes everything else yeah very clear identify yeah. her she's got the her. the sword the you know samuel's sword on her hip right right i'm gonna go ah uh, 
That's Shakara. All her scales fell off. Oh, yes. My goodness, she looks very different. Shafna, I wonder, I think this may be a delicate subject. We should choose our words carefully here. I don't know how yeah, she's going to react. Just, just don't mention anything. Well, I, that might be a bit far, far-fetched. But yeah, let's let's just. I'll just let you do all the talking here. Uh, okay. All right. So we will come <laughs> down and, and touch down in front of them. Shakara, you you've changed. What happened? I am not entirely sure. I cast another of the coven spells, and this happened. Oh. I see. So I will um, dismount Denny and sort of walk up a bit closer, sort of looking her up and down and and sort of left to right, kind of inspecting. Uh, Calls her in. Uh, it's a little little rude to stare. Not not in like a disrespectful way, just sort of a curious. Oh, Mia's gonna be protective. You're like checking her out very thoroughly here. Sh- I'll reach out with both my hands, um, sort of asking for her hands. May I, Shakara? I will put my hands out into your hands. And I sort of look at the backs of her hands and turn them over, look at the palms. So the sigil of Dendar that was a ring is now sort of seared into your hands. Is that right? Yeah, it like tattoos. It looks like tattoos going on, on all of my fingers. You know, like the henna tattoos? Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On all of my fingers and up my hands and up my arms and on my cheeks. This is very intriguing, Shakara. I, I don't know what to make of it. Neither do I, yet. I feel like me, yet different. I hop off the broom, sort of wander up to Shakara. I sort of look at her. Well, I couldn't catch her. I don't know where she went. Yeah, we we totally lost track of her, but something seems to be happening with Alamar in this cane. I I think there's some sort of a proximity effect. I don't know if we were getting close to Alamar's body, but Alamar was yelling out in pain and something's I going on. I don't think that was Isabella. I was just going to ask, do you think that was truly Isabella? Well, do you think Isabella wants to take you out of the coven? Because she certainly didn't seem like she was doing something nice for you there. Why wasn't I not targeted by the fireball then? Yes, that seems very unusual and, and suspicious. Falzern, you have Alamar's spellbook. Does he have fireball? Well, that's that's a good question. It, that doesn't quite add up because, to my knowledge, uh, it's not a spell that Alamar had spent time to learn. Alamar, do you know how to cast fireball? I can cast many spells. We've never seen Isabella use that spell. I have no idea what kind of spells these these people know, but well, I mean, fireball. We we see follows and do it all the time. It's pretty, like, self-explanatory. It, it's certainly a, a spell that um, is not uncommon for wizards who have who have spent some time studying to to be able to to cast. But I, I, don't, I don't know. 
I'll look at, at Shakara and I'll say, eh, she just killed a lot of people in there. And look what's happening to you. You sure you want to align yourself with, uh, Isabella anymore? I have never truly been aligned with Isabella, as I have repeatedly told you. I look over at Falzern. Uh, yeah, I should let you do the talking. And I sort of walk yeah. back behind Shaft, him. when you followed Igna, who was he talking to? Was it Salardos or was it Isabella? What did you see? It was Sardos. It looked like Alamar. Okay. Alamar, can you change yourself to look like Isabella or other people? Is that something easy for you to do? Like, could Sardo be changing form? I could, yes. I've forgotten more spells than Falzern will learn in his lifetime. Alamar, that is not helpful right now. What we're saying, though, is it's not impossible. It's not impossible that Sardo is in Alamar's body pretending to be other things. Should we go to the warehouse where you saw them? can take you there if you want me to. What do you expect to find? If we want to, I can locate creatures. I just need to be sure it's the right creature, I guess. So, like, who you want me to concentrate on? If you, if you want me to do this. Does Salardo count as a creature? You know, let me c- consult my well, let me read the spell. wizard books. Let me <laughs> describe a name or a creature that's familiar to you. You sense the direction of the creature's location as long as the creature's within a thousand feet of you the creature's moving, you know which direction it's moving. If they are under the effects of polymorph spell, the spell does not locate the creature. So like, let's say I hunt a revenant because it says the nearest creature of a specific kind. So if I hunt for a revenant, then the nearest revenant would appear to me type thing. But we, we are familiar with Sardos. It's definitely worth a try. I think it's worth it personally. What, what level spell is it? Uh, fourth level. It is worth a try. I think it might be very helpful, Mia. It'll only last for an hour, so like we said, we know the direction it's moving. Hopefully we could catch up to it. Leland, the, the direction that that Isabella went, is that toward where the warehouse was that I was? No, actually it's towards magic, magic, magic. So basically the opposite direction. Alright, here goes nothing, guys. And I will cast Locate Creature. And I'll be thinking about Sardo and his soul. I will be thinking about Alamar's body, and I will also target Revenant. Is that all possible? So you're gonna burn four. Uh, you're gonna burn three fourth level spells. Wait a second. Then, <laughs> That's what you said. Okay. Well, how? What's the chances of there being another Revenant? Okay, hold on. Slim to nil. I would say Slim to you nil? could you could absolutely choose revenant. Uh, I just based the text of the spell. I'm sure that's that's fine. So yeah, basically, I mean you have a few different options. I suppose. What makes the most sense? Well, what doesn't make the most sense? Because you could try to His locate soul or creature Alamar's for body. Alamar's body. Exactly. You could really try to do either. One. I I would probably say that uh, Sardo's soul itself wouldn't be considered a creature. I think that would maybe be something different. So, so Elmar's body maybe makes yeah, more you could sense. Do Elmar's just in body. case there's another revenant lurking around. <laughs> like, oh. You never know. It is true call. <laughs> so I will start casting one fourth level divination spell <laughs> to locate creature and I will be locating Alamar's body. Now, are we assuming, Shakara, as you move and we're looking that your posse is coming with you? 
I assume. So, okay, so if you have to go to, the, if you find that, then you want them in the fight. I mean, Dreg's handy. Also, it's pretty capable herself. You cast low cage creature, and uh, before you start moving, you don't detect Alamar's body within a thousand feet of you. She went that way, which is the opposite way of the warehouse, and I point the other direction. Okay, well, if it's moving, I get an idea of where, which direction, so is it moving? No, I'm telling you, within a thousand feet, you don't detect Alamar's body. I'm, I'm pointing the direction we just followed her and said, that's the direction she went, right? And I'm responding back to, to uh, Shakara going, and the warehouse is the opposite direction. So we can follow where she went. Yes, let us go that way. I I could. Um, Just fly me around. Mia, how do you feel about getting on Denny with me? We could cover more ground um, from the air. Yeah, I, I have no problem. We've done this before. Let's go. Okay, so I will uh, I will hop on Denny and and make space for Mia. So the spell lasts up to an hour. Uh, how long would you like to travel? Basically, yeah, what, what, what's the kind of breakdown of the time which is going to be important? So you want to head towards Magic, 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 which is the direction that Shav Lassa Isabella running. For how many minutes would you like to fly there? Or fly until you feel something? Or what exactly I think do you the fly until you feel something would be, like the smartest way i think because like it says as long as i'm within 15 feet i'm gonna i'm gonna feel the direction that's moving um again like in an hour we just cover we start with that direction and cover the city i guess as much as we could like i would go to the edge of the city and then i don't know fly i don't let's just let's go that direction do i feel anything (laughs) okay on denny uh, to get to basically the eastern edge of the city would take you about three quarters of that hour. Again, the Drukal's a large city. Yeah. So, uh, I I would say we would go like spend no more than twenty minutes flying in any given direction, or else we're not going to be able to cover that much. Right? And then do like a twenty-minute circle, sort of around yeah. the tavern type thing. I think so. Head maybe fly for twenty minutes in the direction we thought that. And then, like, do a Is- circle. Isabella or whoever, whomever that was went. And then if we don't get any bites, circle back around sort of thing. Just Yeah, just imagine, think of it as it's a 1,000-foot. Like a 20-minute radius around. Exactly, a 1,000-foot yeah. circle that you're trying to move around the city and not yeah, yeah. overlap as much as the territory that you've already yeah. overlapped, right, and waste time. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Okay, I got you. All right, so towards Magic Magic, uh, that 20-minute that twenty minute flight time basically gets you, like, two Magic Magic Magic, right? And, you, Mia, throughout that that 20 minutes, you don't detect Alamar anywhere. Nothing so far falls her in. Hang a left. Let's just let's just keep it keep it in a circle. So we'll do a bit of a radius sort of back, I guess, um, because we, there's, no, there's no sense in going the exact same path that we just traveled. It's sort of a waste... Um, so I guess north. Uh, what what would be? I'm trying to remember. Drew call. So n- north, the direction uh, Hannah's district would be north, and just basically further and deeper into Detmer's uh, portion would be south. Maybe we. Mia, do you think? Why don't we go south? Detmer's just been pushed out of the city. There's a bit of a, a power vacuum there. I. 
I wouldn't be surprised if that's somewhere that either Isabella or... Okay, stop talking. Let's go. Wasting time. Okay, so we'll veer to the right and head <laughs> south. Okay, so 59 minutes after that conversation of 60 have, have passed. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> sweeping... I, I couldn't help myself. I'm just like, we gotta hurry. Okay, so sweeping uh, south and, and, and doubling back a little bit, but obviously trying to make as much benefit uh, of that 1,000-foot yeah. radius as possible. And basically, you've come come down and um, probably after like another 20 minutes, maybe uh, kind of on a diagonal, you've put yourself a few hundred feet below the tickly, right? Um, and still no no sign of, of Alamar. Nothing pinging on your spell. You know, Alamar all of a sudden felt much better, Mia. Yeah? Where? This, when? Well, Shaft and I were flying and, and Alamar was all of a sudden developing this pain, presumably as we were getting closer and closer to right, his okay. body. Yes. And then all of a sudden he felt much better. It didn't seem to be a very gradual thing. It, it was more abrupt and sudden. I wonder. He's gone. Yeah. Could he have gone through a portal or used... Could you have not have told this to me before I burned a fourth level spell slot? Well, I don't... This is all new to me, Mia. I don't know how this works, but it's possible that he used magic to teleport or use dimension door or some sort of thing to move himself great distance away. If this Sardo, the magician, has access to all of the power I once wielded, then you have no hope of getting my body back. You were so confident we could do it before, Alamar. Well, what changed? The other thing, Alamar, is that this this is a revenant who's bent on destroying myself and Shaft, so it, I don't know, unless we're dealing with a, a far more intelligent creature than I am suspecting I, I, I would assume he's going to be after us Yes, it's, he should have something akin to an insatiable hunger for the revenge he seeks Miss Brightwood Yes I would not suspect that this revenant could have access to all of my power, but I too am out of my element. But we have no idea what type of distance my body affects me in. We could simply have flown outside of it. Yeah, Falzerin, we need we need to land. I think we can run out the clock on my spell, but... I don't know. It sounds like if he has this insatiable hunger, he'll be back. That's my thinking as well. Let, let's meet up with the others and regroup. Come up with a plan. Shaft and Shakara, what are you doing for an hour? <laughs> so so as we're standing there next to each other, I pull my dagger out and start cleaning out under my nails, sort of looking around, not speaking to her for a little bit. And then I'll sort of quietly go, so you feel any different? Yes. Yes, I do. Like, like powerful or just different? Different kind of power. Now, does she have still have a tail and everything? Or is she, is, you know, it's a dragon shape or is that gone? 
No, so yeah, the any resemblance to a dragonborn completely transforms. She looks more like more human than anything other other, other you know other than the the kind of uh, wreath like horns that uh, Emily described, right, and the color of her skin, uh, and, and the ta- and the the kind of the henna dendar tattoos. Um, yeah, she looks more more akin to uh, a human, actually. Probably uh, similar to uh, tiefling, actually, I would say. That's what I was going to ask. Is it now? I've seen tieflings before, so do I feel like she's transitioned from a dragonborn into a tiefling, or is it a different feel than that? I think you would be able to. You would know that, like, she's not a tiefling. She is something different. Okay. Mm. So, uh, what else? What else is going to happen here? Do you? She didn't clue you in on any of these changes as you use these uh, uh, spells? Contrary to what you seem to believe, Isabella and I do not talk. I have not seen her since you have seen her. That's why I'm just curious if you know anything uh, what's happening to you. It seems like, uh, you know, we saw my brother transform also and that didn't turn out well. I am still me, on the inside. I still have my thoughts, my feelings. I have no desire to kill you at the moment. Oh, well, that's different. (laughs) Yeah, that's changed. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'll just sort of walk over, sort of lean against the wall, look over Drag, and then we go... Hey, Drag, you're a smart guy. And I sort of point over Chikara and go, Any ideas? I have been pondering on that. Most assuredly, the, the, the coven and your connection to it, Chikara, clearly, as you say, has, has had an influence on you, but I've never quite seen a, a creature quite like you. I'll go look at myself in the window at my reflection. I have not seen anyone like me, either. My power feels... different. And I'll try and do a divine sense. I... I sense... nothing. But you... you can't do what you used to do? No. It is gone. I'll try and... Breathe flames. It's like a cat hacking up a hairball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my fire is gone. What, what sense do you feel? Do you feel like there is some kind of uh, magical ability within you, some arcane power? Yes, I do still feel... I feel power. I feel I can do things. And um, I will suddenly change. And I will start to look like um, somebody I see passing by. And I'll, I'll just mimic what I see, what the person I see walking by for a second. This guy's self. I, uh, I see this happening. I sort of look over at Drag and I go, uh, I know of another creature that can do such things. 
What? I already killed one of you. And I sort of reached down for my short sword. You think I am a doppelganger? Let, let me see your wrist. Uh, <laughs> do I still have my... Oh, you're well looking for the... Yeah, I'm looking yeah. for it. <laughs> that would still be there. I don't think that it would. Because <laughs> it would have been in the scales? You're like a newborn. Like, you got, like, any any scars that, like, Shakara the Dragonborn had um, from, you know, accomplishing the great deeds and, and growing up, completely gone. And, like, your skin is, like, like supple, brand new. Like, it's not, you got to break it in here. <laughs> so I don't think Shaft would see uh, that mark. Now, is your disguise self still up? I would drop it. I left it up for a minute and then drop it. Okay. So when she turns back... I have my hand on my, my my sword handle, and I let me see your wrist. I will hold my wrist out, and all of my brands are gone. And I'll look at my other arm, and those are gone too. And the brands that were on my palm are are gone. And I'll pull my sword out, and I'll go. What am I looking for? My 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 brands, uh, the mark, the mark that we all made. To show that we were not the doppelganger is gone. I slide my sword back into the sheath. Yeah, this is very strange. How did you change into... And I point down at the guy she turned into or the person she turned in. How did you change into that guy? I just felt that I could. What else can you do? <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to I'm trying to surmise what she is, right? I'm trying to get an idea. Do you do you, I mean, I'm assuming that you now know the other things that you can do. If not, then I'm helping you explore what that is. Yeah, no, I I like it. I think it's more of a there obviously innately uh Shikara knows what she can do, but whether or not she's fully uh conscious of it just yet, I think this is exactly you have a point like this is helping Shakara figure that out for, you know, discover what she can do now. What else can you do? I will lay my hand on you. I'll back up when you start walking towards me. But I'll let you do it. Yeah, so I start to put my hand on you and you back up a little bit and I stop. And then I'll lay my hand on you again. This is where we roll the montage and the like romantic music plays and he's like, show wow. me. And she's like, I will. And she touches him and then. Wow, you watch a lot of musicals. They look you? at each other in the eye. There's like eye contact um, and a smile. This, this is what I can do now. So, so that's more romantic than we've ever been. And it was not even real. I just made it up. Um, you have to make a wisdom save. <laughs> Alright. I think this is bad. <laughs> no. Oh, shh. Three. Oh, no. Um, you're now cursed. <laughs> Alright. How do, how do I feel this? Why the frick are you going to waste my great restoration now? This is like... No, because no, it won't last. Um, okay. It, it's a concentration up to a minute. So it'll go away as soon as I stop concentrating on it. 
I think, um, so you have, there's different effects I can cause, but I would say just you have a disadvantage on attack rolls, so your sword will feel heavier or something. Like, you're not as nimble. Swing your sword. Swing my sword? Yes, try and hit me. Oh, I do like this. And I pull it out, and I swing it at her. All right, make a, make an attack roll with disadvantage. Uh, well, I had a 28 and a 29, so I'll take the 28. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so you still hit, and you, you can roll your damage for, for Shikara to take, because it is a hit. But even so, like, as you're swinging it, there's this there's a bit of, like, a, a clumsiness. So, yeah, it definitely, there was clearly something that, that was affecting your, your, your swing, the way you're maneuvering your, your sword, all of which you were able to correct in this instance, but it's still unusual. Okay, so I, I slide straight across, just straight across, 13 points of damage. And then I, uh, I sort of step back, surprised, like, were you supposed to block that? (laughs) (laughs) No, it was just something to make it harder for you to hit me. Oh, well, you better work on that one. I slide my sword back in and go, I guess we'll figure this out together. I'm not trying to kill you. I am not trying to kill you. Well, we, then we agree. And... And if this ends up being Isabella that we're hunting down, we can kill her, right? Of course. I look back at Drag and I sort of give him a thumbs up and I go, I think we're all on the same page. <laughs> Igna said Isabella sent him to kill me. Well, there you go. And I, I think at this point, there's, and I don't think we're going to go anywhere, right? I think we're just waiting for them to come back. Well, uh, kind of after this interchange happens, Halsa bends down and picks up one of the, the, the you know, chopped off pieces of hair that Shikara uh, ha- had carved off herself. And she kind of brings it over to Shikara, like as if to, to show her. And, and it's it's changed, this piece of hair. Mm. Changed how? Well, it's kind of, uh, it's no longer like a strand of your hair, even though as, as viney as they are, right? It's, it's more of um kind of like a little token that looks pretty similar to a scabulet that a wizard we all know once had. And she also just kind of holds it out to to Shikara to to take. Uh, I will take it from her and I'll look at it and I will know what it is and I will hand it back to her. You hold on to this for now. It may be useful for a little while. She'll nod and kind of close her fist over it. I think I think while they're having their discussion, I'm going to go back into the tavern to see if uh, Jelly's okay and 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 sort of just assess the damage. I guess to say, not really helping anybody, just making sure Jelly's all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you see that uh, Jelly has a mop. She's mopping up the melted ice from the the sleet storm and. Uh, the paladins and, and like Sally and Frank, uh, Sally's kind of more like barking orders to, to the paladins, but they've they've started like they've removed the bodies right, and they're kind of setting things and basically trying to clear out any of the, the the fire debris and the fire damage kind of stuff, right? I'll pick up if there's if there's bottles like laying on the bar over on their side, I'll sort of pick them up and pour a little into the shot glass and and act like I'm cleaning up and take a shot and you know help help myself as I'm. As I'm trying to help out a little bit. Did, did they remove Igna's body too? 
Well, you paid him to do so, so. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about the mess. Hey, in, in two or three minutes, it's going to get far worse. <laughs> well, shortly, shortly is uh, shortly after you you've you've entered in and kind of surveyed what's going on. Uh, Falzer and, and and Mia do get back to the to the tickling. And that's our show. Be sure to follow us on social media, Incorrigible Par on Twitter, Incorrigible Party on Facebook and Instagram. You can visit IncorrigibleParty.com for additional world and NPC information and to get all your Incorrigible Party merchandise. Merchandising. That's where the real money is made. Get a flamethrower. The kids love that one. The Incorrigible Party is sponsored by Critical Hit Design. For your design needs, visit CriticalHitDesign.com. That's me. All ambient sounds and music during the episode are courtesy of TabletopAudio.com. And our intro and outro music was created by Josh Jarvis. You can contact him for your own musical inquiries via email at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com. Happy adventuring! <laughs>